Welcome to Let's Talk Church, a podcast for the curious and convinced. We're going to discuss all things church starting today with why I go to church. Look, I'm on a journey just like you, but sometimes I feel like when we get into church and we're going on a routine basis, we risk unintentionally leaving some people behind. And these are the people that we love and the people that we have in our circle. And so if what we found at church is so good, then we want to make sure that we're not unintentionally leaving behind those that we care about the most. We want them to have the same joy, the same excitement, uh, the same enthusiasm for church that we do. So let's talk about it. You know, sometimes our language changes. You know, you may have heard the term Christianese. Well, our friends may not be able to relate to that. It's a whole different language for them, things they haven't heard before. If they've heard it, they're not sure exactly what it means. And and maybe they don't want to ask for fear of being embarrassed. I want us to work to change that. And then sometimes, because we're so comfortable with the Bible stories that we hear, um, we just start talking about stuff that's in the Bible. And you're like, oh, you know, you know, the one about Jonah. And maybe someone doesn't know about Jonah. Maybe someone doesn't know about David and Goliath. Maybe they just don't know. But because we present it so casually as if they should know, then maybe then they become a little bit afraid to ask. Maybe then they feel like they should, you know, rush home and try to figure it out. Or maybe they don't have time to do that. And there's some condemnation that would come or some kind of, you know, self, um, just self-torment, really, trying to figure out what it is that someone was talking about. I don't want that to be the case. I don't want them to be embarrassed because they think that they should know, but they don't know. So on this podcast, we're going to talk about some of those Bible stories to help lessen that feeling. And you know what? No matter how many times you talk about a Bible story, I've come to find out there's nuances in the story and things that I didn't know before, or maybe I just understood it on a surface level. But then when we got to digging in a little bit deeper about the culture and the times and what some of those things actually meant, I find out a little bit more. So I hope you'll join me as we also talk about some of those Bible stories that um, that we've heard before. Maybe we think we know. So we'll go a little bit deeper in those to help Uh, lessen the feeling and and lessen the burden of feeling like we should know it anyway. And we're also going to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. (laughs) I'm not going to mention that all today. It hasn't all been revealed to me, right? So I don't know yet every single thing I'm going to be talking about, but I have some ideas. But when it's all said and done, the essence of this podcast is really very simple. I want you to know more about Jesus. And I want you to be able to make an informed decision and a form choice about whether you want to start or continue to worship him. Now, it may come as no surprise, but I am pro-Jesus. I believe that he is the son of God. I believe that he took on human flesh and dwelt here on earth. I believe that he gave his life for our sins so that we could be reconciled to the father. Side note, we're going to talk about big words too, like big Christianese words. Uh, reconciliation is one of those words we'll also break down in a future podcast. I believe that on the third day, he rose up from the grave and he sits now at the right hand of our father in heaven. And, and you know, there's there's lots that I believe about Jesus. He is the great I am. I, I just believe several things, several of his attributes, several of the things that he says about himself, I co-sign. 
but it's absolutely your choice whether you believe with me. This podcast is not to pressure you into belief. There's no pressure at all. Hopefully this is just a discussion. But I invite you to become a frequent listener because if you're curious, maybe you'll find out something new about Jesus or his church, something that you didn't know before, something that will help you, something that will enlighten you. And for the convinced, those of you who believe like I do, maybe you'll have some tools for your toolbox as a result of spending time on the podcast each week. So I want you to know that I also encourage you to study the Bible for yourself. I hope this podcast becomes a prompt for that. Not something that you do under pressure or duress, but something that you do because you simply want more. I'm not going to answer everything and every question that you may have. But the Bible can and the Bible will if you just spend time in it. So let's get started with our first topic, which is why do I even go to church? Why do I go to church? Well, okay, so look, uh, (laughs) let's be clear in my youth. I was not a regular church attender. I was not someone that grew up in church. And when I started going to church, everybody was like, oh, I've been going to church since I was a baby. My former pastor is like, oh, I've been going to church. My mother brought me while I was in her womb, you know, and so that just simply wasn't my case. I didn't grow up in church, but I'm on my journey now. So it doesn't take anything away from me that I didn't start that way. What matters is where I'm at on my journey now. Like I've made a decision and this is what I'm doing. So I'm on my journey now. So here's a nugget. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to start attending church. You just don't. You can attend no matter your age. I've seen several senior citizens join in church or start attending church. You're just never too old. You can, you can attend church even if you don't know anything about the Bible. Lucky for me, there was no entrance exam in church. And there's not going to be one for you either. There is no entrance exam in God's church. Because look, if there were, who could really pass it? There is always something to know about God. And we will, no matter how hard we study, never know all there is to know about him. Our minds couldn't even contain everything that there is to know about God. You know, we have finite minds. He is an infinite being. No way we can contain it all. No way we could know it all. Otherwise, why would we need him? So don't worry about what you do or, or what you don't know. Just come. Just go. Second, I started going to church because my college academic advisor and her administrative assistant invited me to their churches. Now, I didn't go the first time they asked me. In fact, probably wasn't even the second or third or fourth time either. It's just that they were persistent and they kept asking me to go to their church. And, I, you know, I I like sleep. So Sunday morning, getting up early, going to a church when I was in college just was not really on, you know, my schedule. It's not something that I thought I need to be about. But because they kept asking me and they were so persistent I decided to go pretty much to make them stop asking me. So I could say, oh, yeah, you know, I went. So the first church I went to was actually my academic advisor's church. And I went there and the people were friendly and the service was good, but it didn't. It just wasn't for me. It didn't fit me. You know how you try on clothes 
Like you might shop around in a store and you see something that you like. And then you take it to the dressing room and you're like, yeah, this is going to be like bomb. This is going to be good. It's going to be, you know, accentuate what it needs to accentuate and highlight what it needs to highlight and hide. I mean, if we're being for real, hide what it needs to hide. When you go in there and it does none of those things, it just doesn't fit. There's nothing wrong with the outfit. It's, it looked good and it's going to look uh, you look good on the rack and it's going to look good on the, you know, on a different shape. But for your shape or for what you're looking for in that moment, it just doesn't fit. Nothing wrong with the clothes, just didn't fit the body. Just like there wasn't anything wrong with that church, it just didn't fit me where I was at at that time. So I visited that church, but I I never joined. Then I went to the second church. Now, the funny thing is, remember I said that my academic advisor and her administrative assistant were the ones that kept inviting me to their church as well. That second church was a church where I had already had family going there. And I knew that, but I still didn't go until, you know, trying to get this academic advisor's assistant to leave me alone. That's when I, I went on to that church. And you know what? That was the church that I joined. I gave my life to Christ there. I joined church there. And it wasn't because of the family connection, but because I could relate to what the pastor was saying. In fact, it felt like for real, he was in my business for four straight weeks. The first time I went, he was talking about something that I was going through and I thought it was a fluke. So I went back. The second time he was talking about stuff that I was going through and I thought it was a fluke. So the third time I went back, this time a little bit more curious because how can this man know all of what I'm going through? Some of this stuff I haven't shared with anyone. So how could he possibly know? But he did. The Lord used him and he gave me some help and some assistance to help me out through what I was going through all through the sermon. He probably never even knew. And on the fourth time, when he was yet again in my business, (laughs) I knew that this is where I belonged. I was intrigued. I came back. I learned more. I felt connected to that body. So I joined there. So here's another nugget. You might have to shop around until you find the church that suits you. Not all churches are the same in their presentation of the Bible. I mean, if they were, that would be boring, right? So each church has its own nuance. Each church has its own feel and vibe. Each church has their own preaching and teaching styles. So don't give up on the journey before it even begins, because maybe you started at a church that didn't exactly fit you. Keep going until you find one that does. Keep going until you find the church that feels like home to you. Well, I'm not at the same church that I first joined due to some, uh, let's just call them events in the life of that church. I felt that God was directing me away from some of that activity. And you know what? That happens sometimes. Doesn't make that a, that church a bad church. I just told you that, you know, I felt some some really incredible things while I was there and I grew so much while I was there. But when the assignment was done for me, then I had to move on. I understand that now. But while I was in the thick of it, I didn't understand what was going on. I was like, why am I having to leave here? I I don't know. But I knew I was supposed to. It's like, you know, you're you don't want to or maybe you're a little bit hesitant 
or you're unsure, but then you know that that's what you're supposed to do. So God was leading me away. Um, and sometimes your role or your task or your assignment is complete and you got to level up. So that's what I did. I knew I was supposed to leave. Like I said, I had been feeling a little hesitant about it, but then God confirmed it in a unique way that left no doubt that number one, it was him telling me. And then number two, it was time to move on. You just got to be open and listening to what God will communicate to you and how. So I left that church not knowing where I was going. There I was shopping again. I ended up in a church for uh, six months. And while I was at that church, I absolutely adored that church. I mean, they were very structured, very, um, I don't want to call it regimented because that sounds bad, but I just mean that they were efficient with the the use of time. And I, I love that. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And it was so peaceful and so nurturing to me that I was just, you know, prepared to camp there for a while. But then I got the prompt to move again after only six months there. And I was um, so just not feeling it. It was like I knew I was supposed to go, but I was so not wanting to go that I went and had an appointment with that pastor. And um, I had a phone call with the pastor of the church that I knew I was being directed to. And both of them pretty much let me know that if that was the will of the Lord, then that's what I needed to do. And um, and they were very uh, helpful to me. Both of those men uh, were very helpful to me and making me helping me make the right choice uh, for me. So I left the church as I had been prompted to do. And I've been now at the third church for a very long time, more than 15 years. And um, and I'm home. I'm home there until, well, the next time that God decides to transfer me. So I, you know, I've been in church well over, you know, uh, gosh, a long, long, long time. <laughs> I really don't want to do the math and add up all those years uh, between the three churches. But suffice it to say, I've been going to church for a very long time. So what keeps me going back week after week? Well, that's, you know, it's simple. I'm fed there. I'm simply fed there. I learn new things about the word of God, things that I don't know, which is why it takes me back to our beginning thing. Even if you've been going to church a long time, you still learn new things. People bring in new experiences that can help you learn in a way in which you hadn't even imagined before. So you learn new things, you grow. Um, the The presentation is is different. Uh, depending on who's presenting it, different ministers uh, and pastors will present the word in a different way. So um, at that particular church that I'm at now, I learned new things about God. I've made some new friends there, friends that I wouldn't have had um, if I wasn't at church, because uh, even now our paths don't cross unless we're at church. So I've made some really lifelong friends at, at this particular church that I'm proud to have. And and I've made friends along the way, too. Um from the other churches that I attended, um, but none like the ones that I have at this particular location, which is pretty awesome. Like none as in the number of, so the volume, but you know, clearly I've got um, good friends in the other two churches, but um, I'm serving the Lord there. I'm serving the Lord at this church and it's wonderful. It's a, it's a wonderful feeling to be able to serve the Lord. But all that said, you know, I don't want to make you believe or have you believe that once you decide to join church 
or that you get involved in a church or that you serve and make friends at a church that everything is always going to be easy it's not because we're there and by we I mean us in our flesh us us in you know um, our current states we go to church and everybody that goes to church myself included yourself included your friends your family none of us is perfect so it hasn't always been easy the church itself is not a hallmark commercial it's not a hallmark card so much as it is a hospital people have various illnesses and and they are hopefully working to get better but in the process of getting better they can relapse they can lash out at you they can hurt you I've been hurt by people at church before and maybe you have too but I set my mind that no matter what they do to me I won't allow them to steal from me I won't allow them to steal my time of worship as they process through their issues. Besides, I have issues of my own to process through, and you do too. So at first, now this is this is where I'm at now. When it first happened and someone was unkind to me at church, I was taken aback because I was trying to figure out how is it that you say you love the Lord and you can talk to me that way or that you can treat me in that manner. It was um it was a little bit of a shock to me. But then I got some teaching on the fact that what I just said, we're all, you know, all in the state of of maturity, of Christian maturity. And some things that you do when you're first starting out are not things that you would continue as you mature. And so you have different levels of maturity at church. You have different levels of of belief at church. You have different levels of, of healing and wholeness at church. And so when you, you know, run into an unfortunate situation, if, you know, where someone may hurt your feelings intentionally or unintentionally, you've got to remember that we're all human and that they're just in a different stage. And at some point they'll get beyond where they are. That is the prayer anyway. So you can't, you have to make a choice. If you're going to allow someone that might be in a lesser level level of, of uh, growth than you are to harm you, or can you just learn to pray for them and and move on? So that's where I'm at now. I, I, I've learned to pray and, and try to just move on. I won't allow them to steal my time of worship as they process through their issues. I'm just not going to do that anymore. Instead, I probably need to not focus on what they did and focus on what I've done and what I'm doing so that I don't do the same thing, that I don't hurt my brother or my sister, that I don't take for granted the fact that, you know, everyone is a child of God and that God has created us all and that he loves us all and will be held accountable to how we treat one another. So I don't harbor any hatred toward those that are on the journey when I remember that they too are simply on a journey. We're all on a journey. Plain and simple. No one is perfect. No one. Not you and not me. No one is perfect. Only the Lord. So when I'm hurt, I pray to God for help with the situation. And can I just tell you that he is always faithful to come to my aid. He always does. He always does. And he provides a way for me to move past that pain that I was feeling to get what I need from him. Because we come to church with a purpose. I go to church to build my relationship with God because I desire to worship him. So let's just quickly recap. I go to church not only to serve, 
not only to make friends in Christian fellowship, not only to learn about God, but also to worship him. Now, sure, I can worship him at home in my day-to-day activities, and you can too. But there's something special about a gathering of believers worshiping the Lord together. Do you have a favorite worship experience? Can you think about that? Do you have a favorite worship experience? Well, for me, I have a few. And it all starts with a willingness to open up my heart and be vulnerable to the Lord. That means the walls have to come down. I have to have a willingness to trust God and say to him that I don't know it all. And I need his help. And God being the good, good father that he is floods me with peace and joy that I would not have had had I not trusted him. And you know what? I always feel lighter after a good time of worship. So what floods you with peace and joy? Can you think on that for a moment? What floods you with peace and joy? Have you ever had an encounter with God that flooded you with peace and joy? These are things to consider. They're part of the reason that I go to church. So I'd like to close this podcast, this very first podcast, out with a verse found in Psalm 133. The first verse reads, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. I agree. Then I hope you do too. Hey, thanks for listening. See you next week. You have been listening to Let's Talk Church, a podcast designed for the curious and the convinced. Join us weekly as we explore and get more comfortable with Christianity. If you haven't done so already, please click subscribe. Also, you're welcome to join us on Instagram at Talk Church. We pray that our God will bless and keep you.